0: You are listening to Verba Manet. The words do remain. Welcome to this episode of our series, Right the Wrongs. Every Wednesday and Saturday, Right the Wrongs raises the public awareness on pressing human rights abuse and creates an incubator of activism.
1: Before we begin, we want to give a disclaimer. For the sake of clarity, throughout the episode, we will refer to all the people who have the ability to get pregnant as women. While inclusivity is an important issue for us, our goal is to make our content clear to everyone. In the transcript of the episode, we will use the term women with an X instead of the E.
0: What was the inspiration for the episode? This episode was inspired
1: by the current situation in Poland. Since the 2015 elections, When the currently governing party, ironically named Law and Justice, was chosen, Poland has progressively been retreating towards its traditional Roman-Catholic roots in various parts of its politics. One of them concerns women's rights. Poland's abortion laws have been amongst the most strict in Europe. The situation has changed in October 2020, unfortunately for the worse.
0: Let me interrupt you here with a quick description of the situation in Europe. In the vast majority of European countries, abortion is available for women for any reason until, usually, the twelfth week of pregnancy, though it varies depending on the country. Afterwards, it is possible in three main cases. If the pregnancy happened in consequence of a criminal act, meaning rape or incest, if the life of a mother or her physical or mental health is endangered, or, in the third case, if the fetus is impaired.
1: The problem is that on October 22, the Constitutional Tribunal of Poland ruled that abortion in the last case was illegal. On January 27, the justification of the ruling was published on the site of the tribunal, what opens the route for publication of the ruling in the Journal of Laws. In the light of these events, we have decided to talk in this episode about
0: abortion. Before we start, we want to say that this episode is not about if abortion is good or bad. There are people who agree with abortion for all reasons, including personal ones. There are people who would disagree with the idea of abortion. What is the most important, and what we want to convey for this podcast, is that we can have different opinions but still respect each other. And that means giving women the choice to decide about their own bodies.
1: You are absolutely right. That decision should not lay in the hands of old men, of politicians who will never have to make a similar choice in their life.
0: We don't want to force our personal views on our listeners. Our goal is to create a safe environment for discussion. So please, reach out to us on our social media and tell us your opinion on the matter.
1: And because we are a group of students from all around the world, we will
0: talk about examples from different countries. So, without further ado, let's start the discussion.
1: Let us start with India. While the country had a strict abortion policy until 2020, it also had the highest abortion rates in the world, with nearly 15.6 million operations in 2015, from self-administered to clinically realized ones. In 2017, 10 women died of unsafe abortion every single day. This was partially the outcome of the desacralization of sex resulting from the sexual revolution, but it stressed the need for a greater access to contraception and to safe abortion. Since the amendment of the Medical Termination of Pregnancy Act of 2020, India will now stand amongst nations with a highly progressive law, which allows legal abortions on a broad range of therapeutic, humanitarian and social grounds. It is a milestone which will further empower women, especially those who are vulnerable and victims of rape, says Srimti Irani,
0: Union Cabinet Minister of Women and Child Development. Indeed, pushed by several petitions and complicated cases, the Union Cabinet has decided to extend the maximum permissible gestation age for abortion to 24 weeks. Originally, the bill included the contraceptive failure costs only for married women, but was pressured by the health ministry to include unmarried women as well. This is a landmark decision, because contraception is not a very popular practice in India.
1: Data from the National Family Health Survey show that just 48% of couples in the country use modern contraceptive method. Only 53 use any method at all. This amendment puts an end to a lot of uncertainties that women have to face throughout their life from menstruation to menopause, in most cases without much support. This is therefore a major step for women. But India is not the only country in the region experiencing progress
0: towards liberalization of abortion laws, am I right? That is right. Last February, the Constitutional Court of Thailand decided that the previous laws on abortion were unconstitutional. Thai lawmakers voted 166 to 7 in favor of amending a law that criminalized the termination of pregnancy. Before, abortion was allowed only in limited circumstances. Now, it is possible up to 12 weeks of pregnancy, though after that point, the penalties are retained, unless the abortion happens in the three cases mentioned at the beginning. While the changes are happening, many activists say that they aren't happening quickly enough. After the ruling of Thailand's constitutional court one year ago, two revisions of the law were proposed. The one, which would have allowed abortion until 24 weeks of pregnancy, was rejected. Seeing how there is no centralized database for abortion numbers in Thailand, it is hard to provide 100% accurate information. What we do know, however, is that teenage pregnancies constitute around 15% of all pregnancies in the country, a number that is much higher than the 10% set by the World Health Organization. Every day, almost 200 babies are born by girls aged between 10 and 19. Teenagers are especially vulnerable in a situation like that due to the social stigma, often unsupportive parents and not being able to provide financially for themselves and their children. We can only hope that the changes in the abortion law will help pregnant teenagers. In comparison, abortions in the U.S. have consistently decreased from the 1.4 million high in 1990. However, the United States is restricting abortion bit
1: by bit. Abortion is a constitutional right in the U.S., thanks to the Roe v. Wade 1973 case, in which the Supreme Court ruled that a pregnant woman has the liberty to choose to have an abortion without excessive government restriction. However, according to the Guttmacher Institute, in 2019, about 58% of self-identifying U.S. women of reproductive age, which is nearly 40 million women, lived in states that were considered hostile to
0: abortion rights. And where is the situation the worst from the view of women's liberties?
1: That would be Alabama. Its governor signed the nation's most restrictive abortion law, which forbids the practice in cases of rape and incest, and allows for investigations to be carried out in cases of miscarriage. Doctors could be sentenced up to 99 years of prison for performing only one. Five other states have passed bills which prohibit abortion after about six weeks, before many women even realize they are pregnant.
0: These are called heartbeat laws, am I right?
1: Yes. The name comes from the fact that six weeks is the moment when the fetus heartbeat can be heard. The institute also shows that six of the states have only one abortion clinic and 27 major cities and much of the rural zones where people live more than 160 kilometers away from an abortion provider. On top of that, the sudden replacement in September of former Supreme Court Judge Ruth Bader Ginsburg Known to be a feminist icon by the conservative Amy Coney Barrett, who Democrats predict to be willing to limit abortion, might be another factor of worry for women's access to abortion.
0: Let us jump to a different part of the world with a completely different situation. Sweden is one of the most liberal countries in the world when it comes to abortions. Women there have the right to abortion without giving a reason up to 18 weeks of pregnancy. Up to 22 weeks, a woman who wants to undergo the procedure has to obtain a positive opinion from the National Health Council and Social Care. The approval is given, for example, in case of a threat to woman's life and health. After that point, abortion is only possible if the fetus can't survive outside of the uterus. Moreover, Sweden is one of the few countries that doesn't allow its doctors to refuse to conduct an abortion. What is important to notice is that
1: in Sweden, the topic of abortion is not a controversial one. The general consensus is that the most important is ensuring that all children are brought to the world wanted.
0: The issue with banning abortion is that it doesn't stop women from practicing it. In words of Heather Barr, the interim coordinator of the Women's Rights Division at Human Rights Watch. When governments restrict abortion, women still have abortions, they just have more dangerous ones.
1: According to the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists, historical and contemporary data show that where abortion is illegal or highly restricted, women resort to unsafe means to end an unwanted pregnancy, including self-inflicted abdominal and bodily trauma, ingestion of dangerous chemicals, self-medication with a variety of drugs, and reliance on unqualified abortion providers. Today, 21 million illegal and unsafe abortions are carried out by women around the world. Legalization of abortion allows women to obtain timely abortions, thereby reducing the risk of complications. Numerous studies have shown that maternal mortality can be prevented thanks to the access to safe and legal abortions.
0: We should also talk about the other side of the discussion. The never-ending debate concerning abortion has two main sides, pro-choice and pro-life. The pro-life side, as the name might suggest, believes that women have an obligation to preserve all human life, regardless of intent, viability or quality of life concerns. Those who are pro-choice support keeping abortion legal and accessible. The issue is not that simple, is it? Yes. In reality, the controversies related to reproductive rights are much more complex. Some people support abortions in certain circumstances and not in others. Some people believe that such procedures should be, first of all, rare. What complicates matters is that there is no consensus on when exactly life begins. The shades of grey in the abortion debate are why the reproductive rights discussion is far from simple.
1: Another controversy of this ideology comes from the fact that too often the government care for life ends when the fetus is born. Ensuring a safe environment for the child, providing financial support for single parents or parents with disabled children, all of that is something that is unfortunately often neglected. Poor choice advocates insist on the fact that there are not enough policies to ensure good conditions for the mother and
0: the child. According to the USDA, More than 11 million children in the U.S. live in food insecure homes. In India, there is a still persistent problem of female infanticide. There are still places where, for many reasons, boys are preferred. For example, due to poverty or the dowry system. In other cases, while the children are not killed when born, the lack of care causes the death before the age of six. There is nothing wrong with being against
1: abortion, because deciding such a thing concerns only the person in question. What is a problem, however, according to Procho's advocates, is that banning it restrains women's liberty of choice. The movement My Body, My Choice, which was an inspiration for the title of today's episode, underlines that the decision concerning
0: the abortion is always only the mother's choice. That's the end of today's episode on the topic of abortion. This episode was written by Isis and Kaya, produced by Jonathan, and brought to you by Right the Wrongs under Verba Manant. Please remember to follow us on Facebook and Instagram, leave your comments on our social media, and join further discussions on Telegram. In the next episode of Right the Wrongs, we'll further explore the issue of climate change. You can find our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, bringing you detailed updates on pressing human rights issues. Until next time, take care.